Shalom Abrach, we're up to Maseches Kedushin, Daf Lamid Aleph. Today's Daf discusses a comparison between the Rabbeinu Shalom and parents. Keyboard raw. We discuss um, things that make Hashem leave. A conflict between father and mother who has the Kadima. We bring the stories of Doma Ben Nesina. We discuss the attitude that one should have while being mechabed as parents. What happens if the parents are serving their son, the Tamachacham? How should he accept that? And how one is mechabed as parents after they die? Not only in their life. We begin. The Gemara takes the Pasuk, learns from the Pasuk, and it also says, that, that, that the Torah is comparing the covet of parents and Hashem. We also have the Pasuk of put together with where you see the Torah is comparing honoring one's parents. Moira, uh, uh, awe of one's parents and awe of Hashem. The buzzer uh, by parents is Mekalel Ovevim and Mosumas, and by Hashem it's Ish Ishki Yekalel Eloi Kovin Nosa Chatoi. The Torah compares Birchas Avaim and Birchas Amokim, Bloshin Saginahar. When it comes to hitting one's parents, that we have no comparison to Hashem because that, obviously that's impossible. There's no, there's nothing to hit Hashem with. Ever Migdal Bava was. And uh, the Gemara says it makes sense because these are the three partners in creating a person. There's the father, the mother, and the Rabboi Nishalayim. The Gemara learns there are three partners in every man, HaKadosh Baruch the father and the mother. And when a person is Mechabit, his parents, HaKadosh Baruch says, it's, I, I will consider it as if I was living with them. I was between the parents and you were Mechabit me. And Abraissa Rebbe says that the Rabbanu Shalom knows that a, that a son will naturally honor his mother more than his father because she is mefat to him, appeases him with words, says nice things. So the Rabbanu Shalom specifically put kibbut av before kibbut aim. And on the flip side, the Rabbanu Shalom understands that a son has more awe of his father than his mother and therefore he puts the moira aim before the moira av. Next, they learn in front of Reb Nachman that when a person is mitzair, pains his father and mother, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "Is I'm happy that I wasn't amongst you because I would have been in pain if I was." Reb Yitzchak says, "Anyone who is over in Avera privately, it's like he's uh, kicking out the legs of the Shechina. The Baruch Shalom leaves, like the pasuk says, and Reb Shulman Levi says, it's also for a person to walk down Amos." With his back straight, with a certain haughtiness, because the pasuk says, "Molei kol aretz kavodah." The Rebbeinu Shlaim is everywhere. This is Hashem's world. Rav Huna, Rav Yeshua, wouldn't walk for Amos without a head covering, and he said, "The Shechina is above my head." The this is the source for a yamaka. Next, the Gemara says that there was a, a, a an orphan, the son of an almana, and he came to Rav Eliezer and asked. My father is asking me to bring him water, and my mother is asking me to bring her water. Who comes first? So he said, Rabbi Eliezer responded that the honor of your father comes first. Put aside your mother's honor for a moment, because you and your mother are both chayv in honoring your father. When this orphan came to Yeshua, he said, how would this halacha play out if my parents got divorced? So Yeshua says, I could tell from your eyelids that since you've been crying so much, that you are the son of an almana. 
Since he was asking it in a way that it was uh, a practical question, so he answered in a joking manner. He says, once your parents are divorced, there is no kadima of the, of the father to the mother. He said, you can take some, uh, some water, put it in a bowl, and, and cockle-doodle-doo like a chicken. And do, and do what you want. There's no kadima of father to mother. Next. Ula Rabba darshaned by the Bay Nesia. The following pasuk: Yedu Hashem Kol Malchi Eretz Kishomu Imrei Ficha. Torah says Imrei Ficha, not Malmar Picha, because when the Baruch Shalom at Har Sinai said Onoichi and Lo Yiyeh, the first two of the Aserus Adibris, nations of the world said, "Oh, the Baruch Shalom is just looking for his own honor, honor me and nobody else." <laughs> but then, when he continued and said Kabbalas Vicha Vasimecha, they realized that even the first two weren't. Chas uh, Shalom, a selfish sort of a commandment. Rava also dashes this from the pasuk of Rosh Devarcha Emes. Well, you think that only the beginning of Hashem's words are Emes, not the the finalizing words? No, it means that the the Soif Devarim, the Kabbalas Havicha, was Megale on the first Anoichin Loyiyah that had nothing to do with the Rabbeinu Shalom. Hashem was shearing Kaviachal his honor. Can learn how to honor and and and, and have awe. Relate to their Baruch Shalom by the way we relate to our parents. Next, Rav Ula was asked, what is the extent of Kibbut Avvaim? And he said, well, you can, you know, I could give you an example from a Yid, but that's not such a Chiddush because Yidin could be a tremendous Chasidim. But come look at this guy over here and he lives in Ashkelon. His name is Doma Ben Nesir. Now, you may have heard of him. And uh, once the Chachamim wanted to buy do some business deal with him that was worth uh, they were going to pay him 600,000 coins whatever whatever the currency was and the key to the merchandise was under his father's head and he didn't bother his father if you Shmuel asked him as what the extent of Kibbutz Avayim said and he says well yeah go look at Doma Benesina that guy in Ashkelon not sure why Ashkelon was so important in this story have any ideas? You could uh, let me know. Chachamim were looking to buy a stone from the aphid, which he had for six hundred thousand coins. Kind of says it was it was eight hundred thousand. But again, the key was under his father's head, and he didn't wake him up. He didn't bother him. The next year, Akedus Baruch Hu, schar for for this key, but Avayim gave him a para aduma. He got a schar in Elmazeh, and again, the Chachamim came. And they said, oh, you have a paraduma. We would very much like to buy that. And Tabba Benesina said, you know, I know that I could charge you anything in the world for a paraduma, but all I'm going to ask for you is to make up for whatever I lost because of my keyboard of aim. You see that a guy, even the Hasidim Masa'ilam, when they do a mitzvah, they feel like they're sacrificing. They feel like they're losing out because of keyboard of aim. But a yid, yid doesn't say that hifsadati bishvil kovedamba. The greatest opportunity to be able to be Mekayim in that mitzvah. Rebbe commented if a person who doesn't even have a mitzvah of Kibbut Avayim gets such a fantastic reward for Paraduma, Allah is Kama Ve Kama, someone who is commanded because 
Someone who is commanded gets more scar for doing that mitzvah. Tosis explains because if you're commanded, there's a more lachat, there's a pressure that I don't have the option of not doing this, as opposed to someone who doesn't have to do that. He has pitoy besalo. He can always say, you know what, if I want to, I, I could just stop. So it's a purely voluntary, voluntary. There's less effort that goes into doing that mitzvah. Now we get rewarded for our efforts, for our mailus. Next, Rabbi Yosef says, I used to think, Rabbi Yosef was blind. He said, if someone were to tell me that the Allah is like a Yehuda who holds that a blind person is potter from mitzvahs, I would have thrown a whole yomtiv because I'm doing the mitzvahs anyways. So I'm getting schar, even though I don't have to. But now I found out that Rabbi holds that you get more schar when you are mitzvah. So I would throw a yamtuf if, if someone could tell me that Allah is not like Rabbi Yehuda and I'm doing it even though I am mitzvah. Rav Dimi reported that Dhamma bin Asina was once wearing this uh, golden robe and he was sitting amongst the noblemen of Rome. His mother wasn't apparently very stable and probably didn't have the same relationship that he had with his father, although his father was sleeping the whole time. His mother came running in in the middle of this important meeting and tore off his robe, hit him on the head with it and spat at him. And Dhamma bin Asina did not respond. Tremendous keep it up, man. Even in the not only facing temptation of a tremendous business deal, but even when faced with tremendous embarrassment. Next, Avimi Bereder Avo says that someone can feed his father the greatest delicacy, Pisyoini. Yet the way that he does it will remove him from the world if he's just throwing it at him and saying, hey, just eat, don't ask. And uh, someone can put his father working at the mill, which is a very tough job, and that'll give him if he's going to the, the army instead of his father and letting his, farmer, his father stay alive back at the mill. It really dep- depends on the attitude and the circumstance. Not, not the action itself. You know, people think their relationship is strained they can't figure out why I don't know why I bought her flowers I gave him a gift I'm doing all my acts of service but really it's all about the underlying attitude it's the note attached to the flowers and the gifts next up Avo says someone like like my son Avimi he's Mamish Mekayim Kibud Av because he has five sons who have smicha they're older when his father came to the door he would go running and saying, no, 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 I got this. He wouldn't let his kids go and open the door. He ran to do the, 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 to open the door for his father. Once his father asked him to get him a cup of water, but by the time he came back, his father had fallen asleep. So he stood there, bent over with the cup, waiting for him to wake up. And during that time, he had to, 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 have a, to learn a drasha. Avimi learned why the... I built a tehillim of Mizmer Asaf. Talking about that being Matama the Hechel, Shrekel Chagolius, why does it start with a Mizmar? It should be a Kina. And he understood that it was a good thing. A silver lining that the Bon Shalom destroyed the base of instead of destroying the Jews themselves. Next to Yaakov Baravua tells Abaye, What am I supposed to do? On my way to Yeshiva, my father's busy pouring me a cup of orange juice, and my mother. She's helping me out also. They're like serving me. What am I supposed to do? My parents are serving me. So he said, your mother, that you should take from. That you're only giving her nachas. But your father, maybe don't take because 
that you're going to learn Tyra, and he might have Chalisha Sadas, that you're, you're such a tremendous Tamachacham, and he's, he might be behind, or doesn't have the schos to go learn in Kaila like you. Rabbi Tarfin, every time his mother wanted to go to bed, he would go down on the floor and give her a boost, like a footstool, whenever she wanted to come out. He would bend down again and help her off the bed, let her climb down his back. They were praising him in the base measures that he was doing such a tremendous job with Kibbutz Ha'im, and they, they they told him, you know, you're not even doing half of of the of the covered, and you can't be doing. Has she ever thrown your wallet into the ocean, and, and you and you didn't respond? And there's one explanation for this that they were uh, they realized that he was tremendously mechavet his parents, and maybe this was enti- his entire tafkid. So if they cranked up his chiyuv, then he wouldn't have fulfilled his tafkid, and he would be able to stick around a little longer to be mekayim more higher levels of Kibbutz Ha'im. Whenever Rabbi Yosef heard his mother calling, Rabbi Yosef couldn't see, he was blind. But whenever he heard, he was able to compliment her, he would stand up, I'm going to call it for standing up for your parents, and he'd say, I'm going to stand up for the Shechina which is coming. Also, mashma that the Shechina walks with your mother, with your parents. Flee reason to stand up. Rabbi Yochanan, who was born an orphan, said, Praise are those who are not. Zaycha to parents because it's impossible to fulfill the mitzvah of Kibbutz entirely so they won't ever fail and falter. Rabbi Yechanan's father died when his mother was pregnant and his mother died in childbirth. Abayah was the same. And even though we find in Shasar, Abayah is always quoting Aim, that Aim wasn't his biological mother, it was his nurse. Here's the source of hearing Kedushan Lamad Alpham Bez. You think it's his mother? Loi. Look at that Loi on Kedushan. Rabbi Asi, he had an elderly mother, and she told Rabbi Asi, can you uh, get me some jewelry? So he went and he got it. She said, can you find me a husband? So he said, okay, I'll go look. She said, I want a husband that's as beautiful as you. And he realized that maybe she wasn't so stable and would be able to care for her. He went and moved to Eretz Yisrael. And then he heard that she was coming to Eretz Yisrael. So he asked Rabbi Yechanan, can I go leave Eretz Yisrael, go to Chutzler to greet her? He said, it's awesome. What about if it's for my mother? He said, oh, I'm not sure if, if, if you can leave for your mother. Stop, you can't leave Eretz Yisrael. You need a very good excuse. Even if you come on vacation, you have to figure out, uh, you have to get a nice head to, to go on back. So uh, Ravasi waited a little bit and then Rabbi Yochanan realized that he really wanted to go greet his mother and gave him a bracha On his way out he went to Rabbi Lazar and said I'm worried that I angered Rabbi Yochanan a little bit So he said well, what did Rabbi Yochanan tell you? He said he gave me a bracha Rabbi Lazar said if he gave you a bracha then clearly he wasn't angry at you by the time he went to go uh, greet her, he realized that she had died and it was her, her Aroin that was coming to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. Well, maybe a Makar to be buried in Eretz Yisrael even if you die in Chutzler. And uh, he said, if I would have known that my mother, mother would have died, I wouldn't have left her. Next, the Gemara says that we have covoid in our parents' lives and covoid what, even after they die while they're alive. How are we mechavid them? If you hear something if you're getting some sort of a covered, you shouldn't say that that uh, the covered should be given in your merit. Say that, you, that, that you're giving it in the schus of your father. That's a way of being mechabed. One's father. That everything is in his merit. And even after parents die, we can be mechabed them. When we say something in the name of uh, one's parents after they have passed away, don't just say, I heard this from my father and my mother. Say that he heard it from 
Abba Mori Harini Kaporas Mishkovoi. Plans that, that, that he's accepting to accept all the bad that would happen to his nefesh. There is a kapara achamisa, there's just no korban. That's a kapara. I think that's from Rebbe Yisrael Engel. But this lashon of Arena Kaparas Mishkava is only during the first 12 months post Yumas. After that, we say, Next, the Gemara tells us that a Chacham should quote his father and mother. Uh, his father and his Rebbe, but change the name, shouldn't call them by their name. But the Metorgamon, the one who is announcing the Torah from the Chacham, he doesn't need to change the name of his father and Rebbe. Well, well why not? What, the Metorgamon doesn't have a Chiv Kibbut Avayim? Rav explains, no, no, he doesn't have to change the name of the Chacham's father and mother. Like Mar Baravashi, when he was learning, giving a drasha. He would say, I heard from uh, my father, Abba Mori said. And when saying it over, the Maturgamon would say, this is what Rav Ashi said. Because the Indian of, of not saying the father's name straight out is only on the Chacham himself. The Maturgamon can explain, can uh, say who his father is. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.